Welcome to Breakdown with Blake and Lance. I'm Blake. And I'm Lance. Today we're going to be talking about basketball. We're going to be, we um, originally met in basketball. Yeah. That's kind of where we started to become friends. And so we kind of wanted to share kind of our story and how we got into basketball and kind of how it impacted our lives. Yeah. And I'd say for both of us, basketball is like, I mean, been our main sport for, I'd say, all of our lives, and a big aspect of just our everyday life kind of growing up, or at least weekly life. It was definitely, for me, the one I enjoyed the most out of all the sports I've played. Um, I know you played soccer as well. Uh, did you play anything else? I mean, at a young age, played baseball as well, yeah. but I definitely yeah. decided to stick with soccer and basketball. Yeah. I played baseball as a young, young kid, but and it was just baseball and soccer then. But then I started playing basketball uh, probably around second or third grade, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say probably similar. What, what age is that? That's like 12? Yeah, around then. I Before that, because at the time I was personally living in West Virginia and there wasn't really too many like leagues around they didn't have any like little kids leagues like there's a bunch around here probably yeah actually thinking about i probably started playing around like eight yeah um so yeah that my dad was always a big basketball player and that was his main sport maybe baseball as well but basketball was all the always the one i probably talked to him the most so it kind of made sense that i got into it yeah i think i definitely got into it because my dad too and he loves like Michigan basketball, and that's about mm-hmm. it. But we go to all their, we try to go to all their games. Like he has season tickets, so it's basketball's always been around with me because he'd take me to all those games. Yeah, I mean, early on for me, basketball was. I was like, I just did it because I like enjoyed it, and you know, I lived in a pretty small town at the time, and I would say I was, for my age, I was much better than the other kids. Yeah, which, like. A lot of that just because I was taller, and I don't know. True. That well, I, I wasn't taller at a young age. I was a small fry, but I was, like, quick and could dribble and was a hard worker kind of thing. I remember playing mm-hmm. at, the, like, the church league and just, like, destroying yeah. all the kids there. And they're like, oh, it's time to put you in travel ball. Yep. And when did you start playing travel? Do you know? I, I would, That was probably 11 or 12. Okay. For sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I played in those league. You know, they were just like a community league that we played on Saturday. I only did that until fifth grade. And I started playing travel uh, in sixth grade. Yeah. So I was a little late for, for that. Yeah, I mean, I was just playing. I don't, I don't really know how we got connected to the team, but I know like the better teams were all like out of the big cities, but I was playing with a team mm-hmm. from Adrian at first. They were called the Michigan Magic. And there, I was definitely the best player on that team. That team was really bad. <laughs> like, and it, it sucked because we uh, we didn't have. Well, I guess it was good for me because we didn't have many players. We had like seven players or mm-hmm. eight players, so it'd be constantly like you're playing the whole time, kind of thing. Yeah. And, you, and you go to these tournaments, and for some reason, we just were always like playing up a division. Or not always, but I would say like... Like an age group? Yeah. At every third or fourth tournament, we'd play up an age group and just... We're all like five foot compared to these people and just getting... it's When, yeah. when there's like a huge gap in height, you're just... You're going to get yeah, nuked. When there's a like huge height difference between 12-year-olds and like 14 and 15-year-olds. Yeah. I, I remember going to this one in... I want to say it was in Detroit. And it was like the nicest basketball like courts and I don't know we're all super small courts and we play these huge guys they're all six foot and they're the biggest like jerk wads ever and for no for no reason whatsoever they're like beating us by like 30 or 40 and they're like still just yeah you definitely encountered quite a bit of jerk wads playing basketball yeah I mean the e- like the egos go to like people have huge egos for no reason in all sports oh yeah 100 percent yeah. I mean, that's the nature of competition and especially something like that kind of competitive. True. Um, 
But I feel like basketball, even more than others, is it's definitely a trash-talking sport. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of time where you're right next to the guy. Like, you're always, like... I mean, most of the time, if you're playing man defense, you're going to be, like, guarding the same guy. Yeah. And he's guarding you. So, it's like... I mean, they teach a lot, getting his head kind of thing. Yeah, there's there's a lot of one-on-one battles in basketball. And a lot of trash-talking does happen. I was never a trash-talker. No, I was never a trash-talker either. But... I would like more like if I score on them, I yell and just be like stare them down kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I was always I was all business. I was a business guy. Businessman, business Lance you know, in basketball. I make the basketball or make the basket. It's nothing personal, kid. Just business. Just business, and you run back, play solid D. So, yeah, I think. Um, I guess we'll just talk about middle school then, because. Um, at our middle school, they didn't have a sixth grade team at the school, did they? I don't think so. No, because I remember... You weren't even there, were you? No. Yeah, I don't think they did, and I think they only had, like, community leagues, but they also had travel ball at that point, because that's when I moved back to Michigan, is in sixth grade. Um, so then I started pl- playing travel, and I honestly don't remember much about sixth grade i think i have a picture um you this will be fun to you but for anyone who doesn't know um my friends both joey Kaza and calder pellerum are on my sixth grade travel team big boys you're i, I yeah that is pretty funny joey's one of our uh friends doesn't watch the podcast kind of a loser yeah or listen rather but yeah cringe if they don't watch i would say i remember i did in like fifth grade there was this tournament where i got like they, they picked five players from the whole tournament and they did i got like an all-state plaque and it was actually the coolest award i think i've ever gotten it was like super high quality and then right after that is when i came to Celine, and they were like trying out for the travel teams and i, I tried out for the one age group because my dad knew the coach or something, tried out for the age group above ours. And so all of the players, I tried out with them. I remember them, like, I didn't know that who they were at the time, but then I moved to Celine, and I was like, oh, I know all these players that were on that team. Makes sense. Yeah, it was a little, it was very intimidating. No, I remember, like, travel, basketball tryouts is, it was, it was nothing like anything I really experienced up to then. Because, like, Tryouts for like school teams and stuff, it's never really intense, really. No, and but like travel ball was well, the thing is, for the for like school, you're all trying out for travel ball. They usually have a team, and you're like one or a few people are coming in and trying out, so you're more on the spot. True, that is true because a lot of those kids have like they played on the same travel team, like growing up, yeah. And a lot of these kids are like, Oh, is this guy coming in to take my spot? Like, all these things. They're not necessarily going to be jerks to you, but, like, there, there's yeah. something in the air. There's a little bit of rivalry. Yeah. And, you know, no one wants to be... not. No one doesn't want to make it. Yeah. So, at that for yeah. Celine team, like, the age group above, I just told my dad that I wasn't I wasn't feeling that team. No, I, I feel that. Uh, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, first impression, chemistry can, like... It can do a lot to a player. Yeah. If you don't feel comfortable in that environment, you, you don't play as you normally would. If you, if you play scared in basketball, you're screwed. Yeah. I mean, what was I going to say? Basketball, travel, I'd say in, in general, travel had probably better players. Yeah. Um, it was because it's kind of like an extra league. Yeah. During, usually summer is when it happened. Um, before, like before school, it happened in winter too, but true. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, starting the, in the middle school, school like tryouts and all that. seventh and eighth grade, um, you know, experience. Yeah. Well, there were, so there were two teams and I think Lance and I, well, so when we tried out, I don't know, they were taking 15, 30 people total. And I think 50 people tried out mm-hmm. something like that. Like, that's a crazy number to try out for a basketball team. Yeah, it was a lot. Uh, and then, like, usually most teams don't take 15 players either. No. that's it, That was a lot as well. For some reason, the middle school had, a, like, a weird setup where every team was 
like trying to get 15 players just so they could get everyone a little experience. Yeah. But then the games, they like did some weird format where like the first half, like there's three quarters and then the three different. Uh, like five groups of five. Yeah, five groups of five. Like the first, I can't remember, not heat, but like, I forget the word, string. I yeah. Guess. And then like you play all three units. And then the second half was like an actual game where they just like they play whoever. Yeah. It's very interesting. Uh, and honestly, I didn't like it too much. No, I didn't either. Well, the, the problem is if they didn't do that, if you have 15 people on the team, people aren't going to play. Yeah. The, I mean, the main problem is trying to get 15 people on the team. And because, like, when you split half of middle school basketball into three quarters, it's like six minutes of playing. And it's like yeah. you, get there, you get out there and you play for three minutes. You're done. Yeah. And for like, and then you only have a half to actually play. So it was kind of lame. Yeah. I remember that. Was it your team that went undefeated? Or was that? Uh, or, I, or were we on the same team? Because the other team went undefeated. I wasn't on the undefeated team. I don't remember specifically. I know we were on, I think we were only on a team together one year. Maybe we were on both. I don't remember. But I do remember, I'm pretty sure it was seventh grade. Where we were practicing right before winter break, and I remember that it's kind of the first time when I really talked to you. I remember sitting down before or after, and like first time actually talking to you. I don't know why I have that vivid memory, but I don't have. I have its memories of us stand, like our dad standing, and then us just kind of chilling, waiting for them to get done talking, and so we were just talking. I mean, yeah, that did happen too, but. I remember I doing know, homework. Know. We'd be, we, before our games, we'd do homework kind of like close to each other as well. Because so we'd do the homework on the benches as, an, as the other game. The other game would be oh, playing. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, cause especially if you're uh, when we were in eighth grade. Yeah. Because the seventh grade would play first. Yep. And then we have to wait till like five. Yeah, so we were doing all, all of us would be doing our homework right before the game. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Or shooting on the side in like dress clothes. <laughs> True. We I remember we had to we had to dress up for school for every yeah. game. I honestly, I, I I really enjoyed middle school basketball. Yeah, I did too. Just because, I mean, I didn't like the structure, but it was just low pressure. I feel like everyone was everyone on the team seemed pretty happy or happy enough. Yeah, it wasn't overly competitive or like if you were a third stringer, like the first string guys weren't like complete dickheads to you just because. Yeah. Know, it seemed like everyone. Was having fun to me at least. Yeah, was it? Who was the girl coach? Uh, Reem, Coach Reem. No, there's another one. Seager. Seager. Was that for? That was middle school as well. I think she did seventh grade. Uh, I I remember getting into that little not really a scuffle, but one of our I I don't know if it was tryouts or I think it was just practice, but like another guy, you remember Roofner. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, was, I don't know, he was complaining or, like, crying about something. I told him to, like, chill out. He was a bit of a crybaby. Yeah, I told him to chill out because he's just, like, making everyone around him, like, feel, like, d- down. Mm. And then he, he's, like, like got in my face. I was, like, you need to, like, relax. And then Seagirt ran over. And then he's, like, you <laughs> guys need to stop. I was, like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Yeah, it's unfortunate. Sometimes when there's an altercation, like one party is more yeah um, involved in starting it, and you know both people get in trouble a little bit. But. I I also remember like a week in that week as well. Our one of our other teammates chewing gum and started choking on it, and and, and yeah. something, and then Seager had to give him the Heimlich. Yeah, that was great. He would chew gum all the time when we practiced. Yeah, I mean she had said don't do that, but yeah, and he still did it. Yeah, and I don't think he did it after. Probably not. That would scare it out of you. Yeah. Um, I know for 8th grade, I have a kind of interesting story that happened with me because tryouts happened around November-ish. Yeah. Because uh, we play in the January to February. That was when we play, usually. So, 8th grade, I... Like two weeks before the football season end, I tore my meniscus in my knee. Ooh. 
and I didn't know it for a while. I just, it was very weird entry because I could walk fine on it and it wouldn't hurt. But as soon as I start running, it would just be like a shearing pain. Mm. Um, and I really wanted to, to, I probably shouldn't have tried out eighth grade. Yeah. But, um, I told the coach, I was like, I'm kind of hurt, but not that hurt. So for like the first day in a, like day in, uh, probably two days, I think it was two days. I basically tried out with like a tore, tore knee. Yeah. I think I remember you limping. Yeah, like I could, like if I could full on run and like get the adrenaline going, it wouldn't hurt that bad. But as soon as I like start slow running, it would just be on fire. Huh. And uh, I like tried to show as much as I could in a day or two, and they're like, "We know you're a pretty decent player from previous years," so they let me on the team still. But I definitely hurt myself more. Really? Because I was probably, I think I was out for a month or two. Mm. Like I only started playing halfway through the season. I definitely think those couple of days where I just went for it messed it up even more. But yeah. I wanted to be on the team. So is your knee still hurt? You still have issues? Uh, not really. Actually, I mean, occasionally I do get like pain, kind of similar place. But I don't know if it's a related. Is the meniscus like below your kneecap? Yeah, meniscus is the. It's like right under the front uh, part of it. I think it is. Maybe it's the top. I can't remember, but it's been a while. I, I remember. Was, uh, interesting. From was it? Is that for eighth grade? Did we go to Finley, or was that going into freshman year? That was high school. Okay. Was, was it going into freshman year, or was that going into sophomore year? I mean, both. probably both. Yeah. yeah. We went every year. I feel like I didn't go one of them. Well, I went every year, so. All I remember is we'd always rent the bu- or bus or van or whatever, and then we'd that play. That was sophomore year. So, we yeah, played DMX. Fresh, freshman year, I don't think you went, because now I'm remembering. You had, like, five players. There was only, like, five or six players, and three or four of those players who went to our summer camp that we always go to, they didn't end up playing, actually. Yeah. Like, because the, the freshman coach, like, barely played them, and they just, like, if I'm not playing at summer camp, I'm not going to try it out, which is interesting. Yeah, I remember, well, on that the exact same thing, it was, I think, the summer going into junior year, where I said I'm not playing, it was, like, I'm, it was same similar kind of thing, Foley's dad was the coach, and he was just, like, you're getting ahead of yourself in chronological order. True. We but just it, started it, talking about it, high school. It, it was the exact same thing. You just slowly spoiled your whole story. Oh, okay, get you back. So, freshman year. Oh. Um... Do you remember anything about going into freshman tryouts? Were you nervous? Mm, I think, I mean, of course I think I was nervous. I don't remember. Because there's a new coach, too. Yeah. Like, it was, his it name was, was Dylan brand, something. brand new coach. He hadn't coached before. He was a pretty yeah. young guy. Um, you know, it's it's all a little nervous. You're all in high school. You don't know really how things work. I remember they're, they're only cutting, like, five players. Because yeah. of how many tried out, they were only cutting like five or six. Maybe it was eight. Eight at max. But I, I f- Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but... It, it definitely had died down a lot from the numbers. Yeah, a lot of people... I mean, that happens when you go from middle school to high school. People start picking their... Their go-to sport. Yeah. Usually you don't play multiple. It's definitely harder to play two or three these days, but... We yeah. do it, obviously. Um, I, I remember freshman... I wasn't. I definitely wasn't nervous for tryouts because I felt pretty confident at that point. Yeah, but I'd say overall, freshman was. It was fun for me. I mean, it it annoyed me. Okay, this is coming from, I was one of the the five starters on the freshman team, and this coach is one of the people who, he would only play five. Five, he played the starters basically the whole game and then maybe a couple other people for like a minute or two. Yeah. Which, you know, in freshman is really stupid. Like, you should be playing a lot more people. And I remember, obviously I, I like to play, but it would annoy me that he wouldn't sub in other people. Like, sometimes there would be times where I'm literally gassed. I'm like, dude, 
Why are you not playing other people? I, I know we'd be bombing teams too, and he still would sometimes not sub. Yeah, I, I vividly remember one game against Canton uh, basketball where he literally, he only played the five starters the whole game. It was only five people. I remember being pissed. And I remember, we literally, I'm pretty sure we lost that game mainly just because we were all fucking gassed at the end. Yeah. And I remember being dead tired. And I'm pretty sure I talked to you about it after, or like, at some point about, you know. I think you did. I kind of remember. I, I remember, like, seeing, like, Kyle Newhan and yeah, other, other people that didn't, like, don't play at all. And just being, like, we were all just mad because we I mean, watched an entire game without subbing. Yeah, I'd say, like, probably as a freshman, I wasn't as aware. But I think I was a little aware, like, because I liked, I liked you and Kyle and a few of the other people who didn't play that much. Yeah. And, like, I would talk to you guys more than the people who played, probably. True. So, like, I kind of was aware of your guys' frustrations, and it kind of made me a little angry, too. Yeah, and, I mean, you when people are clearly, like, they need a sub, too, and he's not subbing, like, that just makes the team be worse anyways. Yeah, you could just exactly. sub him out for a few minutes, at least, and then it's yeah, like... I just... he The coach was very... He... He was very straight-laced, I'd say. It was his first year, so I think he was really, like... He was figuring things out, for sure. Yeah. He didn't know exactly how to mesh it well enough, I guess. No. And I think he ended up leaving after a year. Yeah. He only he was only there for that one year. I don't know if he got a different job, if they fired him, if what. I don't think we were that bad. I don't think we were amazing. I think we were actually decent. I think we were pretty good. I think we only lost, like, three games. Yeah, like 12 and... Not 12-3, maybe. 13-3, and three, I don't know. I think we played like 16. No, 12. I mean, freshman and sophomore year, we were, we were definitely above 80% win rate, I'd say. Yeah, I was trying to think how many games we played. I, th- I think it was closer to 18. Oh. Maybe. But um, it depends. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. And I know, so that was freshman year. Yeah. Sophomore year was a whole different environment. Well, because then we go up to JV. Because there was a freshman team, a JV team, and then a varsity team. Yep. And so, like, JV was... Oh, I also remember them... Another reason why I would get pissed off in sophomore year is... So, it's a JV team, but we would... Our coach... Was he new as well? Yeah, because no. I was... I, no, he wasn't positive. He was, wasn't new? He was not new. Oh, okay. Well... He'd been there for a bit. He, he would bring up freshmen... And, like, play them over certain people. That's always a source of contention, I'd say. Yeah. When, when you bring up a younger guy to play with you, it's it's kind of the same thing. When you're already on the travel team and they bring a new guy, you kind of get a little defensive. Like, hey. Yeah. It, and it, but it's, like, for the people that aren't even playing and then you see a freshman who doesn't even, like, practice with us come in and play. It's very demoralizing. Yeah, very. And I'm like... Because if you haven't caught on, I didn't play much at all in high school. Also, going into sophomore year is when I really started hitting my growth spurt. And I... I, Very lanky. Yeah. I quit soccer because I, like, was having trouble, like, running long distance. And, like, I... They said it was, like, Osgood slaughter disease or something. It's, like, my... Something with my knees just, like, not keeping up with the rest of my body type thing. And so I had to do physical therapy for six months, but I could still play yeah. basketball. It's just I had to go. It's a lot it. more like quick running in basketball than soccer. For yeah. Uh, but I remember like so we had hell week for freshman and sophomore year, and the I actually really liked the varsity coach, and he we'd have to actually interact with him during hell week. So which hell week is a full explain. a full week of just hard intense training and. The, you get all the basketball players. We we do use basketballs, but it's a lot of like, um, I guess like workouts. I'd say it was mainly working out at that point. Was it? Maybe open gym at some point, but yeah, that, a lot of cardio, a lot of uh, lifting. Yeah, um, definitely going into that. That's when I started getting way more nervous because one, I knew. You know, we're JV. You're you're one step off being varsity. Yeah. Um, and the coach at the time for the JV 
He's a very intense guy. Yeah. He's a yeller. He he can get very pissed off easily. Yeah. Um, he likes to joke around a lot, but you know he's very intense, so you never know when. And it's like, the I line feel like is. it's it's an awful combination for him because like you can't tell what mood he is in. If you make a joke with him at the wrong time, he'd just be super pissed. Yeah, it, there were definitely times where like. Someone would say one thing on one day and it'd be perfectly fine. You say something on another day and he'd just get pissed off and make us run. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. I I yeah. also I mean, the whole thing about like you're 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 a whole team, but when one guy does something like a little bit wrong and he makes everyone run, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I've never felt that's very effective. Yeah, I I honestly don't think it is. I mean, you still. I think if you want to, like, support your teammate, that's fine. But forcing everyone to, you know, do it is just, it's a weird concept to me. Uh, it almost, like, makes that person, like, one, that they feel worse because they're making everyone run. Two, it's like you're trying to make the other teammates hate that person yeah. for making the run. And that did happen. Yeah. Like, sometimes or, like. I, I remember uh, Calder I, or someone to be, like, like saying, like why, like, why do we have to keep running for this? Or, like, so someone doing something, like, missing, like, missing free throws. Yeah. Like, and yeah, there were definitely times where someone, or like, we'd keep running and someone would say something like, dude, just, just get it together, or like, something like that, and yeah. just, like, shit talk the guy. I mean, I understand the concept of trying to make this one team, but, I don't know, I feel like that, it doesn't, it isn't the best way to do it, in my no. opinion, but there's different ways of coaching. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, JV was an interesting experience. Um, uh, it was kind of similar. I'd say the coach's name was Jake and I'd say he played probably, he played the five stars and maybe three people. It depends. Once it got to the end of the season, he was playing like two people, maybe even like one. He had his favorites for sure. He is definitely a favoritism guy. Yeah. And I know I was a starter on JV but I would definitely wouldn't say I was one of his favorites. Like, I'd never talk to him or, like... I mean, you if you suck up to him, you can become his favorite. He was definitely yeah. the guy that you could buy over with, like, being, like, a nice guy, funny to like, funny guy with him. Yeah. Um, I know this is... You definitely got really demoralized playing for him. For sure. I don't know. At least the other guy, freshman year, he was at least nice. And, yeah. You know... I don't, I don't remember exactly, but occasionally he'd say things to me like, hey, good job, Lance, or, you know. Another big difference is that the J, or the freshman guy, in practice, he still would let us do, like, offensive roles and other things. Once in, mm-hmm. in sophomore year, it eventually mm-hmm. got to the yeah. point where the starters would just run through the whole thing several times, like, different strategies and different things, and then we just had to play defense. We were just the dummies standing there trying yeah. to, like, not let them score. And, and that definitely, I remember... It visibly pissing people off on the team. Like, hey, bro, I want to play offense too sometimes. I don't want to only play defense. Yeah. Like, how am I ever going to get better at offense stuff if you never let me practice it at practice? Yeah, so he basically just had to stand there and have the freaking starters, like, re- they, didn't even, they didn't even like doing that either. It's not fun just running for the exact same thing. Yeah, you would make us do the same thing ten times. And I know it got to the point where we would, like, one of our guys would just, he knows the strat's coming. He would just jump in front and, like, steal the ball. And then one of the starters would complain. And he's like, you got to be ready for the thing, know the thing. And I'm like, it's it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. It was very interesting. Um, team dynamic, I'd say. It, I feel like that, like, those, like, that, the coaching he did really separates the team and not, does not bring it together. I would honestly agree. It, it definitely separates into two different groups. Yeah. And... And it's like, I'm supportive of my teammates, but at the same time, you kind of, if you're not playing, you're, you feel a resentment. Yeah, for sure. The others. Yeah. And, and yeah. it doesn't help from my perspective, having like a parent that is just completely pissed off the whole season that you're not playing at all. And it's like... Yeah, I know your dad is just sitting after next to him. It was a little awkward for me because, you know, I would play and you wouldn't. Yeah. And I'd go up and after the game, sit with your dad and you just... 
complain. Yeah. I didn't really know what to say because, like, at the same time, I felt bad. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing to say. It's just, it's just unfortunate. Yeah. And it's, I mean, my dad was the same way. Yeah. Junior, when I didn't play, which I'll talk about in a sec. But Yeah, well, as I mentioned earlier, so sophomore year was my final year playing because I decided I, the varsity coach took a job at a different school, and I actually liked which, him. Which I also liked him. He was a nice guy, but he's also he, strict. He, he was more strict, which I, but was, as it wasn't as jokesy, but it was still very nice, and that's what I think was better. I, th- I think, and the thing with him is he... Even when we were sophomore players, I think I remember him, I don't remember you telling me him coming up to you and talking to you at least. Oh yeah, he, he definitely talked to me. He, he remembered my name and everything. Yeah, like he would he would come up to me all the time and like, he would say, hey, like, this is looking pretty good. You should try working on this. He would say things to me like that. And I was like, oh, this is a varsity coach. He cares about me. That's kind of cool. Yeah, he would do that for everyone, and it just showed like good character and yeah. really wanted to build up the team, not just specific people. Yeah, and then when he left, yeah, um, the JV coach that we had got the head coach job yep. as the varsity coach. As soon as I heard that, I said, "No, I'm not playing. I'm not going to just sit through watch every game because it's even later now. Like the the, the varsity games go." Are the latest games of all of them. I'm like, I'm not going to yeah. sit through all of that just to watch and yeah, do nothing. Start at like seven usually, yeah, or six or something. Then, and yeah, I mean, I also decided not to do travel or anything. And we also had practice at five, which is True. a source of you know, it's just a it's a long day, especially for Blake, who yeah. lived forty minutes away. It, it was a drive, and uh, I would have to. I mean, yeah. I think that's another thing. I didn't even think about that, but the grind of I would have to stay at school at the library until five o'clock every night. Mm-hmm. So I'd get there at seven forty and stay till seven or eight. And I'm mm-hmm. like, those those were long days, for sure. I mean, I think that definitely probably added to me not wanting to. Yeah. Um, continue. It probably did. I don't think it was well. the biggest factor. I think um, the coaching definitely was the biggest factor, but yeah, a lot of things adding up where I just decided not to. So, yeah. yeah. I decided to keep playing junior year because, you know, I had been playing for the past years before. And I, in my mind, I didn't think, you know, I, I might not start because, you know, there's juniors and seniors now. I was like, but I expected to play a little bit. And going into that summer... You know, I was playing on the summer team a lot, like, as, like, a six or seven man, and I was playing well. But then, honestly, as soon as tryouts happened and and made the team, then he brought up, no offense to the guy, I love him, but uh, a sophomore named Emmett, mm-hmm. they brought up him to the team, and he played the same position as me, and basically, I didn't really play after that, and... I will be honest, my confidence level just went completely down the drain. And yep. as as a high schooler who already had confidence issues, going from playing, you know, consistently for four years straight to not playing at all, I didn't really know how to handle it very well. And I'd say the biggest part for me that was so unmotivating is it felt like um jake the coach to like i don't even think he even talked to me once the whole year or like at least sometimes sophomore he would like talk to me because i was playing a little bit but like he like didn't even notice me going into junior year yeah that's tough and yeah i i i just remember playing so bad and i felt so frustrated with myself so, like, I know I'm better than this. And there's also the thing is I played, um, at the time, the five position in JV, which is generally the, the tallest person. And come varsity, I was not the tallest person anymore. So I needed to kind of change positions to, a, like, a, a three or four, which mm-hmm. is, you know, they're still a little tall, but not the biggest guy. 
and I was having, I didn't end up doing that because, you know, we didn't have any people playing that position. So they just threw me into the, the big position. Mm. So that was definitely a, a confidence shot. And I was, I was so frustrated and, you know, I, if I look at it now and if I blame a lot of it on Jake and honestly, I hold a lot of resentment to him because like at that time, I just need someone to like, just believe in me. And I felt like I could have played better. Yeah. Like I felt like I was good enough to play, but I wasn't playing good enough to play, if that makes sense. Just yeah. because, I don't know, a lot of factors. And I feel like if he would have just like, you know, came out his way and said like, you know, Lance, you, if you keep doing this, you're going to play this type of thing. If you do this, you can get better. But no, he completely, you know, disregarded me after, you know, playing, already playing with him for a year. And I, as a high school, I didn't know how to take that other than kind of shut down mode. Uh, yeah, I think he's the first coach I've had that I really just, he's the only coach I've had that I've just really disliked, has not done done me well in general. Even at camps, I've had better, like much better experiences with people that aren't like necessarily coaches or mm-hmm. are coaches of different schools, just be much more. I guess yeah. just nicer in general and better with their, pe- with you know, their people. You don't have to, I feel like as a coach, you don't have to like all your, you know, players. You don't have to think they're good, but you should at least, you know, try to help every player. But he just definitely did not do that. And the whole, that whole year was very tough for me. And then, you know, my parents just kept telling me like, Oh, square it out, you know, keep working hard. He'll play next year type of thing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I believed it a little bit. Part of me had already kind of given up. So the end of junior going into senior, I played during summer. And I, I just had no motivation to play. I was, you know, at the start, we went to one camp. I didn't play at all. After that, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try to play this summer, see how it goes. And then, honestly, my anxiety got real bad my senior year. And you know, I, during the summer, I would tell my parents I was going to practice because at the time I had my own car. And then I would just, like, go drive to a park and mm. just chill for an hour and a half. Okay. And then go. Like, I, I didn't want to go that much. Yeah. And, like, I made it through the whole summer of doing that, and I never told my parents that I wasn't really going. And then at some point, we played in, like, the summer league, you know, it was like a fall league. And after that, you know, I still, I played a little bit in that, but that's because it was a different coach, and he was just trying to make me play. I just said, I can't do this. And, And I finally told my parents, I was like, you know, my heart's just not in this, and I honestly haven't been going to, like, half of the workouts. Yeah. And that was, like, a... I definitely remember breaking down and crying, like, a lot. Yeah. Like, it, it messed me up bad, for sure. Yeah, was... And, yeah, so then I quit basketball and played, like, rec league for that senior year. Oh, I do remember that. And rec league was so much fun. I, I enjoyed that, because... Yeah, you're playing, you're having yeah. a good time. Yeah, it was like, is it, you know, everyone's having a good time, and, it, you know, going from being someone who didn't play on, like, a travel basketball league to playing in rec where everyone kind of sucks and being one of the better players. Yeah. It was a good feeling. Yeah. It really was. And, yeah, uh, it was fun. Was uh, the talk with your parents hard? Oh, yeah, because, you know, my dad's one of those parents. Because um, also that... I quit playing football going sophomore to junior because I thought I was going to focus on basketball. Yeah. And that's what I said because I really thought I was going to focus on basketball. And then I ended up not playing for basketball. And my dad's one of the parents who, um, he would always, growing up, like, can you see yourself there? Or, like, 
you're going to be there one day type of thing. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of expectations there. And I know he didn't intentionally try to, like, do that. But they, they, obviously my mom's very caring, so she took it well. Yeah. Um, my dad, um, actually when I told him that starting the fall that I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I wanted to play. He, um, he was like, it's okay if you want to quit, but I wouldn't say give up yet. And he got, we got like a, uh, special tutor training. We did that for a month or two. And I feel like I, I didn't go to the same one as you. I know I also got some kind of one-on-one tutoring. It was just some guy. He was like a, I don't even really remember, but yeah. I mean, we did like a month worth of sessions at some point. I was just like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And honestly, like, looking back at it now, like, my life could have been so different. I could have had so much more confidence as a person if, like, I just had someone back then to, like, actually believe in me. Like, my parents believed in you, but parents always believe in you. True. Having that third party is definitely... Yeah, it definitely messed up my confidence because that was, like, my main thing I was proud of growing up was basketball yeah it was uh i mean it was hard not playing any sports especially like mm-hmm. man, I, I had the same thing with i told my mom before i told my dad that i wasn't gonna play because i know she'd take it much more my dad's definitely the sports guy and he, he was completely understanding yeah i i was definitely happy at the way my parents took it yeah. and i know it definitely hurt my dad but yeah i hurt my mom too just because like she knew i was going through a lot but it's a it's a hard thing as a parent. Yeah. I mean, not that I know, but you know. Yeah, it, it can only do so much. I I definitely found that I am not like I I had huge resentment towards like all kind of coaching from that. And I was like, because that's when I started playing like the video games, mm-hmm. um, and I was like trying to go professional in that, and I did, and I didn't want. I was like, no coaches, because. They, they choose sides, they do all these things. It just left me such a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, it can definitely create a lot of conflict. At times. Yeah. Hmm. It's it's a very interesting thing, uh, organized teams and sports. Yeah. I, I definitely, I wouldn't take any of it back. I would, would I change certain things? Yeah. If I, if I, looking back at it, I probably wouldn't have played uh, school basketball. I should have just stayed with AAU. So I had a great team mm-hmm. towards the end, and like I was going to the U of M basketball camps, and those were so much fun, and it, it was really cool seeing John Beeline. Like I hadn't seen him for a year, and then we were, I went to one of the U of M games, and we went down onto the court, and he literally he said he like he recognized me and said my name. He's like he's like how are you doing? I was like that was a pretty cool feeling when it had been like a year later, and he knew who I was. Yeah, and honestly, yeah, I remember actually playing travel ball sophomore and junior year, I played it both year and I remember loving it still like, yeah I love because I actually played a little bit I don't know if I started then but like whoever the coach was it might have been one of the parents but he, he he played everyone and like it was so much fun for everyone and we were still good yeah so I don't know think just think about it on now like with my kids if they don't want to play school sports I'll be completely understanding because I know a lot of it personally I felt like our Celine team, a lot of the players played, and they weren't necessarily the best, but they like they were good. But they also played more because of their parents having some kind of sway with the school. But that's me personally. I I I've, I'm a big believer in that. I think it's definitely a factor, but yeah. I mean, you can judge someone's skill on the sport, but you know, there's a lot of variations on that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like school is a lot more political when it came to. Who played? Yeah. What everything that happened with travel ball? It was like who's the best on the court? Who works the hardest? Who's playing the well best in these games, and all that. Yeah. Well, going along with your thing about like, would you change something? Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm definitely glad I played basketball. You know, growing up, there are definitely things I would change, hundred percent. But maybe I, I like to tell myself like, what if you just worked harder? But at some point, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. It felt like I was working hard and nothing was happening. So, 
Uh, you can work it's... so much, but if no one's looking, then it doesn't yeah. matter. Exactly. That's what I was feeling. And, I don't know. It's, it's definitely something I think about a lot. Occasionally, like, I don't have dreams that much, but I have dreams about basketball a lot. Like, I'm in high school, and, like, I'm on the team, and then, you know, some of them are good. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm actually a good player, and I'm playing a lot. And there's some where they're like, it's just me working my ass off and nothing happened. That's, like, that's funny, because I have those exact same dreams. I have those dreams a lot. It's very interesting. Yeah, that is, that's, that is weird. I both you and I maybe we sync up when we dream about those. Oh, it's a house we're thing. connected. Uh, yeah, I'll say moral of the story. You know, fuck coaches, fuck coaches. <laughs> but also, like, especially for kids growing up, even if they're not the best player, you gotta give them confidence. Yeah, I well, I always liked. Uh, I don't know where it is, but it's bigger than basketball kind of thing. It's not just about like winning out there. You actually have to like you're yep. training these young kids to like be better people and just their best selves. Yep. And, and he, you're tearing high, down half the, the high team. school coach did not do that. No. It was all about winning for him. Yeah, and yeah. I think at the end they weren't even winning that much. Like they were kind of I mean, worse. When we went varsity, like my junior, I think we were like twelve and eight. Oh, yeah, which isn't good for Celine standards. Which you know it's good for Celine basketball before that. The varsity team was always horrible, but I guess that's true. For us growing up, because our age group was always really good at sports, and we literally won everything. Yeah, that's demoralizing. Yeah, when we go from being you know seventeen and three and twenty and zero to twelve and eight, and you're like sometimes getting blown out some games. It's like yeah, it's a little demoralizing, and all our coach cared about was winning, and it 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 was a it was a bad atmosphere. Yeah. Definitely, definitely toxic for sure. Yeah. But so we'll add that. Don't don't stay in situations that are uh, gonna make you like mentally down. It's it's always a hard thing because you know you want to encourage people to work through adversity. Yeah. But you also don't want them. I feel like I mean going to that level of like stress and. I think you have to look at it from like a logical perspective. You like there's no reason to put yourself through that much stress for a chance of it being a good outcome. Like, I think you got to know when to. Uh, there's a there's a phrase for it. Uh, I and mean, there's a limit for sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it can be applicable to many things in life. I mean, I was gonna say about the non toxic thing. That's in all aspects. Mm-hmm. If something's stressing yeah. you out like crazy, even even work. I know a lot of people they like they can get to the point where they're working constantly at the same job and they're feeling stuck. It's like you just gotta get out of there, kind of thing. You gotta put yourself in a different situation. It's always a min max. Yep, for sure. Well, that got honestly got a little deeper than I thought it would get. Yeah, we we, but, we, we uh, thought there was gonna be more like funny kind of stuff, but you know, you know, it was a good one. We came into this episode pretty unprepared, I'd say, but. I knew the memories would come back a little bit. Yeah. And spewing out all the memories from what I, like, towards the end, yeah, they weren't great. But the whole journey overall was and, good overall. And I I think, honestly, we I feel like we bonded a little bit over um, kind of our adversity in basketball. Because, yeah. you know, I felt bad for you sophomore year. I was like, damn, that sucks. And then I literally felt exactly what you were feeling. The next yeah. year, I'm like, holy shit, this is terrible. I remember vividly, your mom said something to my mom about, like, uh, she didn't mean it in any way, but she's like, yeah, Lance has just worked so hard to, like, this was like freshman or sophomore year, when you were, or freshman year, when you were still, one of the years you were still playing, and it's like, Lance has worked so hard to get here and do all these things, and it, 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 to her, it kind of sounded like, Oh, Blake, I hadn't worked. Blake's not working hard because he, he's not playing. Yeah, yeah. And the, and then the following year you stopped playing, and then my mom was just like, "He's working the exact same. Lance is working still just as hard. It's like you know what's like he didn't, she didn't say this to him. Well, or I'm her. Just better than you, so. <laughs> yeah, but then it's like it, it was just like the whole no, it, the tables were turned kind of. I thing. definitely remember that, or I remember even overhearing like you know. 
Because yeah. our parents talked a lot. Yeah. I remember hearing some stuff and all that. I was like, yeah. yeah. I know exactly what your mom or my mom are thinking, but, you know, it comes off a different way because you're in a different perspective. Yeah. I know. You never want to... I didn't want anyone on our team to be in the not playing perspective. Even, even like, the, just having him as a coach really... I th- wasn't great for anyone. Even the players that were playing, I feel like he didn't even improve them that much. No one really went on to do that much. People still... Well, yeah. None of them, besides one player, went to play basketball. The rest, you know, they, two mean, of them played baseball. Yeah. Yeah, three of them played baseball, actually. They but. switched to baseball instead of... Well, they didn't switch baseball. They decided to go with baseball instead of basketball. Yeah, it was very interesting. Um, though the best thing about basketball, Blake... What? I met Blake Stringer. Oh! Yeah, that's what I would change. I would never meet Blake. Oh! I think, yeah, we started hanging out, like, junior yeah. year, like, actually hanging out. We, yeah, we met early in middle school, but we didn't really become friends till I'd say... Maybe sophomore year. I think sophomore year is really started, we started to interact, but we interacted before that, because yeah. we hang out, hung out in my house a few times, I think, Yeah, freshman year. But then we'd actually start, like, hanging out and talking yeah. and having the same friend group. Mm-hmm. sophomore junior and we so found out we had a ton in common so yeah that's how it all started and now we're here three years roommates yeah only for a month longer though oh, that could be another episode though true any final words boy that was deep bro yeah that was a good that, it was good to talk about i don't think you and i have talked about this that to that degree i don't think so no um, and we've talked about a lot of things, so I think that was a good one to talk about. Yeah. We wanted to have some deep episodes on here, so there we go. Yeah. I think we're going to have a few more, maybe one or two more this season. We'll see how we're feeling. Yeah. But probably next week, make it a little happier. Yeah. I wouldn't say this was necessarily sad, but it wasn't on a happy you know, note. Yeah. It was definitely a lot of content for our early life. Yeah. Right. Without further ado, if you guys have similar experiences, let us know. I'm sure there's been similar, you know. I, I'm sure everyone's uh, gone through what we've gone through whether in a similar it's, way. Wh- whether it's sports or like, you know, maybe your choir team or band or whatever. There's probably been times where you felt neglected yeah. and like politics have True. affected it. So let us know. We're interested. Yeah. And then we'll see you next week. On Breakdown with Blake and Lance.